Sorry, I'm having video problems this morning. Um, this morning, as throughout Advent, our morning prayer is taken from um, a little booklet for the Advent season, and so you don't need to have your uh, Book of Common Prayer, but you do need to have the booklet, which you can find uh, linked in the chat bar. Getting on page three of the booklet. Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our King and Savior draweth nigh. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our psalm this morning is Psalm 80, which begins on page 441 of the Book of Common Prayer. Hear, O thou shepherd of Israel, thou that leadest Joseph like a flock, show thyself also, thou that sittest upon the cherubim. Before Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh, stir up thy strength and come and help us. Turn us again, O God, show the light of thy countenance, and we shall be whole. O Lord God of hosts, how long wilt thou be angry with thy people that prayeth? Thou feedest them with the bread of tears, and givest them plenteousness of tears to drink. Thou hast made us a very strife unto our neighbors, and our enemies laugh us to scorn. Turn us again, thou God of coasts, hosts, show the light of thy countenance, and we shall be whole. Thou hast brought a vine out of Egypt, thou hast cast out the heathen and planted it. Thou madest room for it, and when it had taken root, it filled the land. The hills were covered with the shadow of it, and the boughs thereof were like the goodly cedar trees. She stretched out her branches unto the sea, and her boughs unto the river. Why hast thou then broken down her hedge, that all they that go by pluck off her grapes? The wild boar out of the wood doth root it up, 
and the wild beasts of the field devour it. Turn thee again, thou God of hosts. Look down from heaven, behold, and visit this vine. And the place of the vineyard that thy right hand hath planted, and the branch that thou madest so strong for thyself. It is burnt with fire and cut down, and they shall perish at the rebuke of thy countenance. Let the land be upon the man of thy right hand, and upon the son of man, whom thou madest so strong for thine own self. And so will not we go back from thee. O let us live, and we shall call upon thy name. Turn us again, O Lord God of hosts. Show the light of thy countenance, and we shall be whole. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 28th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Woe to the crown of pride, to the drunkards of Ephraim, whose glorious beauty is a fading flower, which is at the head of the verdant valleys, to those who are overcome with wine. Behold, the Lord has a mighty and strong one, like a tempest of hail and a destroying storm, like a flood of mighty waters overflowing, who will bring them down to the earth with his hand. To the crowd of pride, the drunkards of Ephraim, will be trampled underfoot, and the glorious beauty is a fading flower, which is at the head of the verdant valley. Like the first fruit before the summer, which an observer sees, he eats it up while it is still in his hand. In that day the Lord of hosts will be for a crown of glory and a diadem of beauty to the remnant of his people, for a spirit of justice to him who sits in judgment, and for strength to those who return back to the battle at the gate. But they also have erred through wine, and through intoxicating drink are out of the way. The priest and the prophet have erred through intoxicating drink. They are swallowed up by wine. They are out of the way through intoxicating drink. They err in vision. They stumbled in judgment. For all tables are full of vomit and filth. No place is clean. Whom will he teacheth knowledge? And whom will he maketh to understand the message? Those just weaned from milk, those just drawn from breasts, for precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line. Here a little, there a little. For with stammering lips and another tongue he will speak to his people, to whom he said, This is the rest with which you may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. But the word of the Lord was to them precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little, that they may go and fall backward and be broken and snared and caught. Here endeth the first lesson. Together on page six, the Querite Dominum. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, 
and return it not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word that goeth forth out of my mouth, it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the thirtieth verse of the fourth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. Then he said, To what shall we liken the kingdom of God, or with what parable shall we picture it? It is like a mustard seed, which, when it is sown on the ground, is smaller than all the seeds on earth. But when it is sown, it grows up and becomes, a, becomes greater than all herbs, and shoots out large branches, so that the birds of the air may nest under its shade. And with many such parables he spoke the word to them, as they were about able to hear it. But without a parable he did not speak to them, and when they were alone he explained all things to his disciples. On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in a boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow, and they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly, and said to one another, Who can this be, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Here endeth the second lesson. We continue on with the Benedictus on page 7. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thy child shall be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death and guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried, he descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. 
From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us. Not thy Holy Spirit from us. Blessed Lord, who has caused all Holy Scripture to be written for our learning, grant that we may in such wise hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of thy holy word we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of all everlasting life, which thou hast given us in our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light, now in the time of this mortal life, in which thy Son Jesus Christ came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost now and ever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, and all assaults our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with our mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning. Days of Advent. Today, as in, the last, as in last Saturday and throughout Advent, we think both about why Christ came into the world in Bethlehem and also prepare for when, as we just said a couple of minutes ago, he comes to judge the quick and the dead. In both our offices today, the Old Testament reading is from Isaiah 28. This begins a section of Isaiah that continues through to Isaiah 33, and as one commentator puts it, form almost one continuous prophecy concerning the destruction of Ephraim, the impiety and folly of Judah, the danger of their league with Egypt, the straits they would be reduced to by Assyria, from which Jehovah would deliver them on their turning to him. So as with much of Isaiah, these six chapters are about how the God of Israel will pass his judgment on the northern and later southern kingdoms living under the Old Covenant, living imperfectly under the Old Covenant. We read them in Advent to understand what judgment on the final days will mean for us now living under the New Covenant. Perhaps another time I can talk about some of the great lines of today's passage, such as precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little. 
However, since we will continue from this section at both services on Monday and Tuesday, this morning I'll focus on our reading from the fourth chapter of Mark's Gospel. In the 12 verses of our New Testament reading, we have two short passages, a parable with a brief discussion of the meaning of parables, and one of, then one of Jesus' miracles. First, we have the parable of the mustard seed. It is the third parable of Mark after the parable of the sower, which we heard Thursday, and the parable of the seed, which we heard yesterday. The parable of the mustard seed appears in all three of the synoptic gospels, and thus our passage in Mark 4 has similar language in Matthew 13 and Luke 13. In the plain language of the parable, something tiny can grow into something big. In keeping with the theme, this two-verse parable is one of the shortest in the New Testament. A mustard seed here is called the smallest of all seeds. This is more of a popular saying of the time, as when Luke 17 says, if you have faith as a mustard seed, to make his point. Still, it's pretty small. According to Wikipedia, and we all know if it's on Wikipedia, it must be true, the seed is one to two millimeters in diameter, or less than a tenth of an inch. That's pretty small. Although he often uses horticultural metaphors, Jesus doesn't specify which genus or species he has in mind when he refers to a mustard tree. We also don't have the same plants as in first century Judea, so speculation as to the height of this tree ranges from four to 23 feet tall. While as with the parable of the sower, it says Jesus preaches in parables for the understanding of his followers. Here the text of, of the gospels do not include Jesus' explicit explanation of this parable. Still, the point is clear. The kingdom of God starts small and will become something very big. The pairing in Matthew and Mark with the parable of the sower emphasizes that planting the seed, as in the earlier parable, is the spreading of the gospel, the good news of salvation preached by Christ and later by the Christian church. The result of that planting, the branches of the gospel tree, as St. Jerome calls it, will in the few decades grow throughout the Western world into Asia, Asia, and today has spread worldwide. The birds who find rest in it are God's people, we the members of the church. In Matthew and Luke, the parable is paired with that about the leavening of flour. In that case, the mixing of those who hear the word, what we now call Christians, can offer an effect that has an, ha, offer something that has an effect on the whole world, not just on those who initially follow Christ. Our New Testament passage ends with Jesus stilling the waters in Mark 4, again found in Matthew and in Luke. Up to this point in the Gospel of Mark, Jesus has cast out demons from a man and healed three, to, three people. In this passage, the disciples first experience his real power, that he's not just a miracle healer. As it says in our final verse this morning, and they feared exceedingly and said to one another, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? This offers glimpses of his divine nature that he would later tell them comes from being the only begotten son of the father, Yahweh, the God of Israel. Mark 5 will offer additional evidence of the, this power of the Son of God. On Monday, he'll send the legion of thousands of demons out of the possessed man into a herd of swine, which scares the villagers enough to ask him to leave. 
On Tuesday, the woman who merely touches his garment will be healed from 12 years of chronic bleeding, and then Jesus will raise Jairus' daughter from the dead. As throughout Advent, today we are reminded of two points about the coming of God, incarnate in man, Jesus Christ. The first is the offer of the good news of Jesus Christ to the world, which we celebrate on December 25th and the other 364, or sometimes 365 days of the year. The second is that, as in previous millennia, God will judge his people. We know what we need to do to prepare for that judgment, and so Advent offers the perfect time, with penitence, reflection, and confession, to turn our hearts toward what God is calling us to do. We now return to page 10 of our Advent booklet. During Advent, we use the form of intercession from family prayer in the back of the prayer book rather than that from morning prayer service. Beginning on page 10. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy and the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. O gracious Father, we humbly beseech thee for thy holy Catholic Church, that thou wouldst be pleased to fill it with all truth in all peace. Where it is corrupt, purify it. Where it is an error, direct it. Where it is in anything it is amiss, reform it. Where it is right, establish it. Where it is in want, provide for it. 
where it is divided, reunited, for the sake of him who died and rose again, and ever liveth to make intercession for us, Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for Britt for doing Double Dirty covering for Carl. And uh, Carl will return the favor for Britt sometime early next year. Thank you, Joel. Congratulations to Carl and Carrie. <laughs> Is there a new baby? Lovely. Have a good day, everybody.